I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to Second Chance Podcast. I'm Raphael Rowe, your host. As we near the end of 2022, we've been reflecting on previous episodes. Our retakes steer you towards those you may have missed if you're new to the show or may enjoy catching up on. Lily is an extraordinary individual who volunteers to help prisoners reintegrate back into society. We revisit episode 73 where Lily talks with no judgement about helping people to give offenders and ex-offenders a voice. Through studying a law degree and working with the criminal justice charity Sussex Pathways, she encourages ex-prisoners to stop re-offending, trying to repair some of the harm in and out of prisons. Through exploring her own journey from sex, drugs and physical, emotional abuse to reaching out to our troubled prisoners today to make a real difference, reducing re-offending rates. There was one milestone night in, it was like a converted hotel where there was a lot of prostitution happening and I had moved in there and in order to pay my rent um, I was having to sleep with the friends of the guy that was running this establishment right so so essentially he was pimping me out and pumping me um full of drugs I had a friend come and stay with me in the hotel and um I woke up the morning after a night that I can't remember to find that she had been brought into so kind of sucked into it she wasn't in my room. I found her in the room of someone she couldn't remember what had happened. She was covered in her own vomit. She was really poorly. She was she had been unconscious throughout points of the night. And that frightened me so much that I my life choices had caused harm to a friend of mine who wasn't making those same choices as me. And I'd put her in that situation. And, and that was my moment of stepping away and 
I think that I was young enough. I had come from a good enough, a stable enough background to fortunately be given a second chance to have the support I needed, to have the medication I needed, to have counselling and and all of those things. And I entirely stopped taking drugs. I stopped using, I stopped drinking, I stopped socialising with all of those people. And and that was a, a big, a big game changing time. How, how do you do that? I mean, just I know that we've kind of skipped through your life in mm. a matter of 25 minutes in terms <laughs> of, you know, I, I, I love the idea that you talk about your family being loving and supporting and compassionate, but they couldn't stop you. That, you know, the abuse and the challenges that you went through, that didn't stop you. You ended up in this environment where people were being abused and abusers, but it wasn't until your friend, you witnessed it happening to someone else that you didn't think it should have happened to, that you decided to stop. But how do you stop? How do you break out of that cycle? You know, I'm sure there are people listening who want to hear much more details about, you know, your journey, because that's what people want in they they love listening to the nitty gritty. They love to hear the, the the real deep challenges. But I don't want to go there. I just want to know how at that moment when you witness your friend going through what what you were already going through and almost accepting it sounds like that was your life that you decided no this isn't what's supposed to happen to her and you didn't want it. So how do you break that? How do you because this is what puts you into such a brilliant position to do the stuff that you're doing, which we will talk about in a minute. But how do you do that? How do you just walk away from taking drugs? How do you just walk away from the lifestyle that you were living and not get dragged back into it? Because the guys that you meet coming out of prison, it's so easy for people to be dragged in. So how did you, how did you find the resilience not to do that, Lily? I asked for help and that's where it began. I, it was at such a pivotal point where in my head it was either get me out of this situation I need help even though I can't see a way out or a solution and I'm so conditioned to this way of living thinking being it was either that or it was suicide it was and those were my choices those were my choices and and I knew that I had the the love of a family who were willing to respond to to me asking for help. And all I had to do was ask that question. I didn't know what was going to come next. I didn't know what that help would be. But I was very fortunate that when I asked for help, it was offered to me. And I had to just take it one day at a time. And that almost meant for me going, I'm I'm just going to be, I'm going to be a teenager. I'm going to allow you to to take some control over my life again and bring it all all back in and start to engage with the root cause of the problem. And I feel so, so lucky and grateful that I caught it when I did. Because years and years and years and years of that, as so many of the men that I work with have had, in fact, it's all they've ever known most of the time, it's very hard to start making those small changes and get back to that route. So it was divine intervention, good timing, but it all came from me asking for help and then engaging with it when it came my way. 
And you were 19, 19, 20 at the time. I was, yeah, I mean, I was 18, 19, and then 20. Yeah, so it was it was 18, 19. It, it's quite a frightening thing to hear, actually, as much as it is an exciting thing to hear when you said, I asked for help. Something as simple as that is so hard. It's so hard for people, I find, in that world, this world, and in other worlds that have nothing to do with crime or justice or drugs. It's so, so hard for people to ask other people or to reach out and ask people for help. And yet when they do and they get that help, their lives are changed dramatically. I know from my own experience how terrifying it is to ask somebody for help, especially when you think you can do it yourself, especially when you think you're okay, especially when you think it's not you, it's not me, it's somebody else that's the problem. So it's brilliant that you were able to to do that at such a young age because there's very few teenagers out there who do ask for help because they have all the answers. You know, they already think that they know what's what and they're only kids. Thanks for sharing that that part of your, your story, Lily. It's, it's really interesting and I'd like to find out more. But by asking for help, you started on a different path. No doubt you cleaned yourself up because for those who can't silly, she's, you know, very healthy looking. She's not drug looking. So whatever she did in the past, whatever you have of an image, it's not what, what Lily is. And I've met Lily, so I can testament to that. You started on this path where you ended up working for this charity. What does that involve? Tell me what you do on a day-to-day basis when you're doing the work that you do today. So it is, it's a criminal justice charity. So there aren't very many. That is the first thing to say. And we are very fortunate as a charity that our office is based inside a prison. So we do a number of things, but predominantly our work is focused on reducing reoffending rates. And we have a program that supports that. And that is based on the seven pathways to rehabilitation. Before we talk about that seven pathways, let's just tell people what the reoffending rates, because I was reading and the statistics, and I'm not expecting you to come up with the data or the statistics because they change depending on where you read it. But in reality, we are talking about 60% of um, offenders or ex-prisoners end up going back to prison within two years of release and that has and that happens for a number of reasons and those statistics vary depending on the age group the period of time prisoners are in prison what, what's your take I mean because as I was saying or thinking you know we spend 15 20 billion pounds a year on trying to keep people within the criminal justice system, and yet we spend very little, and I doubt your charity gets anything from the government to do the important work that you do, and you can tell me about that in a minute. But what's your take on reoffending rates and recidivism, you know, people ending up going back to prison? So the statistics change. You're absolutely right. Um, They are consistently above 50% within a a two-year period, but they will change depending on which parts of the country and, like you say, age and all of those different subcategories. But they are high. Every offender that I have worked with has been a frequent flyer. 
in some way, shape or form. And it is not. <laughs> Sounds like they travel business class on BA or something like that. They but you are, mean that. They're in and out. They are through the doors. I mean, that's why they call it a revolving door, right? Because it's a huge, huge problem. And, you know, they will obviously I I get to work with the prison officers and the prison guards inside the prison. And they themselves, they know and they see the same faces coming out and in and out and in. And there are a number of factors that, that we will talk about that affect that. But however bad you think the problem of reoffending is, increase it, <laughs> increase that that understanding because it is a huge problem. You mentioned that you you go into the prison. The priority of the charity that you work with is to reduce reoffending. So, tell me more about this day to day job of what you do to try and do such important fundamental work. So typically, um, the program is a through the gate program and that means that we work with offenders pre-release and post-release so that whole journey through the prison gates and into the community the process will begin with and and let me also say we we will take referrals not based on whether we think that there is a a, a good chance of success Right. So so we will look at anyone, whatever nature of offending, what, however many times they may have been in or out of prison, however many times they may have been referred to us. We will not discriminate. We will continue to work with individuals that are asking for our help. So they don't get any kind of time off their sentence for engaging with us or anything like that. These are, are purely people that want our support. Retake 4 is a clip from episode 73 with Lily Walters, Stopping Ex-Prisoners Reoffending. You can listen to the complete episode on whatever platform you download or listen to podcasts. Please share this podcast with your friends, family and colleagues and follow the show for updates about new episodes by just clicking on subscribe. You can also be a part of this podcast by rating and reviewing what you've heard and tell us what you think. More importantly, tell others what you think by leaving some comments and feedback. Thanks for listening to Second Chance Podcast. Audio editing is by Audio Avalanche. The original music is by J-Row Productions. The cover design work is by Studio Minerva. Social media creator is Sophie Warner. This episode was produced by Kim Collicott and me, your host, Raphael Rowe. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Summer's just around the corner, so give your body the care it deserves with Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Created by infusing Andaria seaweed in barrels of botanical oils, it leaves skin silky soft and glowing. Plus, it's clinically proven to improve elasticity and deeply moisturize without feeling greasy. It's safe, clean, vegan skincare. Get 10% off your first order at oseamalibu.com with code GLOW, plus free shipping on orders over $60.